Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Good God, season three of the Brown Taboo Project, brought to you by your good friends here at the South Asian Sexual and Mental Health Alliance. We are so excited to kick off a brand spanking new season, and we're so excited to have you along with us. I am Shreya in New York. This is Sri coming at you from Denver. I'm Trinish from sunny San Diego, where it's been raining a lot. And I'm Tanya from the D.C. area. We're so excited to have you with us. And so we just wanted to do a quick intro of ourselves to you, for those of us who might be new, who don't know who we are. So we wanted to say hello and introduce ourselves and just talk a little bit about how 2020 has been. It's been a shit show of a year. It's but been a year. Been- It's been some bright points um, across a lot of things, right? But there's also been some super, super dark times. Um, So we just wanted to shoot the shit a little bit with you and tell us, tell you what we've been up to um, (laughs) as we do. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think one of the things that's been kind of crazy here at Sazma, right? Like our Instagram readership, viewership just kind of blew out the door, which we did not really expect to happen, but it's been really awesome. And um, I think it really started. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) To all the new folks that are here who might be new to us or new to SASMA, um, whether you're brand new or you've you've stuck around, we love you all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, I mean, I think what's been very interesting is, you know, some of our content seemed to really resonate with a lot of folks. Um, given the events of last year and things that are still ongoing, right? Um, history is not, you know, a self-contained little event, right? It carries on and carries on. And 2020 um, is not over. 2020 is not yeah, over. Right. This is 2020 2021. <laughs> right. Like all the problems are still there. They're all Flash, still there. Yep. Low-key yep, yep, fuck yep. 2020. Low-key fuck the US of A sometimes. You're like, what is, we're, we're just reliving history. Here we go once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, I think there's been a lot of movement around. I think what one thing that was really exciting to us is so we've been around for five years at this point. I guess this is going Ooh. on our sixth year. Yeah, we started in 2015 and just kind of slowly been rolling around. And, um, you know, we've been talking about anti-blackness in the South Asian community and what anti-racism efforts need to look like in terms of solidarity, in terms of calling out the model minority myth, in terms of ca- calling out colorism and, you know, all these issues that are baked into our culture and kind of deciding, like, we as the new generation, how do we want that to go? And it's been exciting to see those conversations resonating and maybe even, you know, new folks kind of waking up to those conversations. Um, But, you know, it's a pleasure to have you here. And it's a pleasure to talk about kind of this dirty underbelly mm-hmm. <laughs> of mm-hmm. uncomfortable of conversations stuff. right yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's belly it's, it's... button lint of <laughs> <laughs> is your That's belly exactly what it is <laughs> if you're you know because you know how it is in our culture you can see those belly buttons when you're wearing those shardies girl so like you out here <laughs> keep them better clean. clean that out you out here with your lingo looking all cute but you're like oh let's look at that dirty ass <laughs> like, lint you got in there <laughs> Wow, I did not expect this to happen. I'm gonna be looking for that every single time I see someone like like I'm just gonna be like Do Do you have a lint in your belly button? button? Did you know know this is a whole new part of now your beauty routine that you gotta be careful about? It's like, (laughs) did I take out my anti-blackness belly lint before I put on this shirt? (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. You gotta 
the good parts and the bad parts, you know, the finer, the finery and all of the stuff that we love about our cultures mm-hmm. and our, you know, what we want to make of our own culture as it comes from South Asian roots, as well as kind of being diasporic youth, but then the good and the bad y'all, like we can't mm-hmm. just talk about the stuff that, that makes us special and unique and fun. We also have to talk about the stuff that is not so fun. And that's kind of carried over from colonization and carried over from mm-hmm. all of these efforts of globalization. But let's talk about that. Yeah. Really and uh, culture is not stagnant, right? It changes and it's up to us to change it. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. And we're grateful to all the folks who invited us out to lead workshops mm-hmm. on these conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had... It's- a lot of impressive it's been kind of yeah it's been kind of wild i feel like this past year 2020 was like the year of like wait what the fuck did we actually just get an email from that person <laughs> which is amazing but like kind of crazy um we turned I went- into a drinking game every time <laughs> <laughs> take a shot if take no I can't, no, I literally can't, like, I think in our, just kind of in the quote unquote sliding in the DMs, <laughs> um, both in terms of actual Instagram as well as email, I feel like two really kind of crazy big ones were um, human rights campaign reaching out to us and inviting us to be part of a whole series for BIPOC Mental Health Month um, and really wanting to focus on different communities who don't get talked about that much as it relates to being LGBTQ and as it relates to mental health. So that was awesome to be able to be on a panel and, you know, Twitter chat, blog posts, all that kind of stuff with human rights campaign. Um, And then Clorox was the other kind of crazy one that I was like, y'all been making a killing out here during the pandemic. Like, what do you mean? What what do you need us for? Um, But a couple different ERGs to some of their employee resource groups who were like, hey, we don't actually have enough conversations around this stuff. And hit us up. So, I mean, we out here, we're doing the workshops and trying to really further it beyond just Instagram posts. And, you know, even though that stuff can really help in the initial outreach of education, there's so much more that needs to be done in terms of actual action and, you know, learning and kind of committing, committing to the work and, and continuing to show up. And we're not perfect. We are on that journey with you trying to learn and grow, but thank you to all of the different community organizations that have reached out to us for workshops and panels and, um, you know, just really trying to further conversations. So let us know, hit us up. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause I feel like one maybe bright side to this pandemic and like just all of the shit that happened last year is that a lot of companies and corporations have been like, Oh, it seems like there is more to our business, to our staff than yeah. just like, prepare this slideshow on our ROI for quarter three. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess that we're like real Q3 human beings with feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so for anyone who works for a big old corporation or a small little company or someone in between. Yeah. Uh, and you want to bring these kinds of conversations to your place of work. You know where to find us. Yeah. Our scale <laughs> slides our scale hella slides. We promise. But <laughs> uh, for the ones out there who are kind of waking up to like, oh, capitalism makes us all of this money. And like, I guess we should actually spend it on our employees. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're happy we're to help redistribute <laughs> some of your wealth out there <laughs> yeah. if you need and, it. You know, we started with workshops and we fucking love workshops. So we're here to do workshops and everything else. But yeah, I love workshops. <laughs> well, we did a bunch of workshops, but when we weren't doing workshops during the pandemic, 
how were you staying sane, staying active? And were we staying sane? Wait, I was going to say, that was like, I was like, is it an option to say that we were not staying sane? Did you shower once a week? (laughs) Yes. And also, I somehow was fortunate enough to like, be able to make myself dinner and feed myself and not go hungry. Nice. And yeah, somehow absolutely. I was sane enough to stay in that state of mind. Yeah. Good job. For at least yeah. a, an hour or so a day. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a I lot of people have struggled this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and a, lot of loss, a lot of loss. A lot of loss. A lot of strain. Um, on relationships and healthcare and all of the things. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Jobs. And like I... I have been very fortunate to be employed and, and, you know, have not taken a huge hit and I have something that can, that feels like survivor's guilt almost as a result. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, um, I was reading, I can't remember where I was reading this, but, um, there was like an article that talked about how like, you know, this time is essentially like giving a whole swath of people, this like survivor's guilt kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, feels like so to talk about when people are actually like suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but there's just this like paralysis where you're like, you know, if I had Jeff Bezos's money, it would make this so much easier because I could just like feed everyone and yeah. give them their jobs and wouldn't like, that be nice dollars wouldn't it be home. nice if he did that and maybe give exactly. them vaccines and masks yeah. like, That's, like he could crazy. fix like the yeah. entire country for the next fifty thousand years it's so insane. absolutely it's so insane. Insane. um but when you're like Bald way ass. down the ladder <laughs> you know, like i you know i have like a hundred bucks a month i can spare yeah and like yeah. how do i like stretch that for maximum impact I don't know. It's it's really confusing. So Didn't think about it. I yeah. ended up mm-hmm. just getting a dog. <laughs> That's how she <laughs> dealt with the pandemic. That's fair, mm. dude. I was actually reading the other day that like shelters are basically running out of animals because yeah. so many people have adopted dogs and cats over the pandemic. And Aww. I mean, I I think in terms of there's this thing of like obviously all of the realities of all of the horribleness, but then I don't know. I think we do a disservice to ourselves if we don't also kind of talk about what you have learned from this time and how mm-hmm. you've grown. And I think even people who have dealt with incredible hardship in terms of job loss and life loss and, mm-hmm. you know, mental health and physical health, like and all of those things, there's still something to be said about having the opportunity and ma- like mm-hmm. in some ways being forced to reflect and decide what's kind of most important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's been For a lot sure. of, Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of I honestly think that's a big part of why this summer we saw such a strong showing for Black Lives Matter is because a people were like tuned in a little bit more and B had more time to reflect on their values and be like, Mm. what do I actually what matters in this crazy world when sit with like this discomfort, right? Yeah. Instead of just oh, back to work, back to whatever, back to the yoga class, you know? Oh, gosh, yeah. And then, and like, the veil that our country is successful and doing things well is obviously has grown thinner and thinner um, with our previous administration, of course, but then also with the global pandemic and and kind of reckoning with our ongoing racial history. So I don't know. I I think that there are – it's a – even though it's hard – and there's been a lot of real terrible things. I think we do a disservice to ourselves if we can't also talk about, you know, 
what have what have been some of the things that have caused new growth mm-hmm. and reckoning mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. But anyway, how did y'all deal with the pandemic? (laughs) (laughs) I did a lot of gardening. (laughs) Like, yeah, like I spent pretty much every hour that I was not like working in my job because there there wasn't much else to do. Right. And like um, with my particular health issues, I could not go out and protest. I could not go out and volunteer and things things that I really wanted to do. So I donated what I could uh, whenever, as often as I could. And I was, again, very fortunate to have a steady paycheck and everything like that. So, you know, and I I felt like, Sriya, what you said, that sense of paralysis of like, and um, not FOMO, but that like, there is such a huge movement going on. And like, what am I doing? Totally, man. And I was like, I talked to my parents, like, unabashedly, you know, like, and like, to the point where I think they were like, oh my God, please leave us alone. <laughs> like, stop telling us these things. And I was like, no, we're here. We're trapped in this house. You're going to sit and you're going to listen. <laughs> okay. You're my only audience right <laughs> yes. now. So I better buckle in. Yeah. Um, right. So, I mean, and we're still having these conversations about like anti-Blackness and like the foundation of this country and what it was built on, which is racism and um, so, yep, yep. and I'm, I'm just, ha- you know, glad I had that space with them. And then, you know, when I wasn't doing any of that stuff or working, I was in the garden, um, on my knees, like hey. in mud, <laughs> Grow- but growing, exactly. shit. growing something, yeah, yeah. Like putting that energy into like, yep. okay, there's still like was- rejuvenation that can happen. And like, there is nothing more satisfying than eating a pumpkin that you grew, you know, like, (laughs) you know, it may have been only one pumpkin that we finally got, but, (laughs) yeah, but you know, there was lots of flowers and things like that. And so like this year I'm already, you know, kind of no matter how the world is, I already know like my summer plants are going to be in the garden. So so, um, it's just something and it's like a skill, right? And it's like totally a a skill that will serve you your lifetime. So I think um, it was just nice to be able to have that mm-hmm. space yeah and giving your brain something new to, like your brain and your body some and your spirit nourishing yourself yeah in all of the ways and your whole nourishing family i'm jealous her. i wasn't there yeah yeah <laughs> there was a lot of plans it was really de- dope i really yeah. enjoyed it yeah what did you do how'd you survive the pandemic how to survive i i would say also that like i have never been like a naturey outdoorsy person but i um really really like learned to enjoy nature and just like being outside and like walking like we have like a canyon preserve next to my apartment complex and so I would just like spend a lot of time there um and it was really cool and actually I would say that a lot of the time that I've spent doing that has also made me like consider changing my career path towards hey, something climate oh, wow. related. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, don't you organize in climate spaces? What do you mean you don't like nature? <laughs> like- well, <laughs> well, I like, um, so actually I, the majority of 2020, I kind of had to take a break from a lot of things that I usually, or like that I had wanted to do, let me say, because like um, mental health, it's crazy. It's real. It's real. Yeah. yeah. So I actually had like a whole journey with like therapy and nice. like- psychiatry and yeah like um and so I think that actually it's pretty like I think that because I did that and because I was at home and I just kind of had to do that like you Mm -hmm. know like I just like had to like think about myself and work on myself that's what I'm saying Um, yeah 
yeah so i think that i think that i've like that has definitely made me stronger and i think that helped me get through the pandemic this like seeing growth in myself in whatever ways but um fuck yeah dude yeah but in the middle there it was a little bit rough just a little bit rough but it's okay it's okay (laughs) we are out the other end there you go yeah that's all that matters i mean we're yeah. getting there into yeah. a new Are we cycle. Ever really out the other? End? No, we're not. We just got like <laughs> you die. just got shoved out the anus into 2021, and here you <laughs> <Yeah>. are, like <laughs> basically. somehow, basically. Yeah, it's just the, 2020. Still like a log coming out. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the dump that happened. The dump that keeps happening. Our why our, are we talking about so many bodily functions? Our today, corporeal seriously? humor is really like going off today. <laughs> we're really <are>. belly button <laughs> lint and then this. It's the body humor for me. Find me a better metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) This is Sazma, y'all. This is what we do. (laughs) We talk about them brown taboos for all. Um, Yeah, so I love it. Like dogs, gardening, mental health, nature. Um, I would say for me, it was also definitely nature and being able to connect. But a big part of that was I'm one of those who found a lucky pandemic boo. (laughs) Um, Pandemic boo. Yeah, Incred- we're like incredibly happy for you and incredibly jealous. Oh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> basically, thanks, thanks, we hate guys. you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, I love the love, I appreciate it, but also um, super cute. Yeah, it, it was really, I honestly don't know, like, I literally don't know because I, li- I live in a studio by myself, so I, I like in my you know, my family's not here, I'm out here on my own for school, like, I don't know, obviously, I have friends and stuff, but I don't know what I would have done, genuinely. Um. But yeah, met in January. So thankfully had like a couple months of normal time before everything shut down. So I feel like that makes me feel a little better. Some amount of time kind of quote unquote in the real world. But then once shutdown hit in March, basically she was like, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. You want to come with? And I was like, okay. So we ran away and uh, went to the mountains, found some people who took us in um, and kind of shacked up. It was like kind of U-Hauling, but it was like a temporary U-Haul. So I <laughs> did my fellow gays proud. I was, I was trying to say you were living the lesbian dream. I know. Like- no, dude. Okay. Yeah, it was two months in. It was temporary. We don't live together. We still live separate. Okay. So I did mm-hmm. it. I didn't follow our stereotypes mm-hmm. entirely, but it was like a taste of it, which worked the well. Spirit. I don't know. The spirit yeah, of we were it. paying homage. To- I was. <laughs> exactly. To our culture. Yes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that is culture. definitely what, um, you know, got me through the pandemic in a big way. So shout out, boo-boo. Thanks. Thanks for keeping me sane. We love it. Thanks for <sighs> keeping her sane, boo-boo. Oh. <laughs> Again, a little bit of love-hate situation oh, going on here. Y'all, y'all, can, yeah. y'all can join in on the fun, girl. This is not an exclusive enterprise. <laughs> Let me know if you need Colorado some Colorado is far away. There's okay. plenty to go around. Oh, and I bought a van. That actually really was fit, fulfilling a Colorado stereotype for sure. I was gonna, yeah. I yeah. have a camper van now. That is what I did with my Trump books is a I bought super? a camper van. Nice. Nice. <laughs> not we a love that. Van, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're so excited to tell you about everything that's to come for Sesma 2 and for the Brown Taboo Project. Um, got a hot new logo. That's sexy. Um, mm-hmm. So many new partnerships that we can't quite tell you about just yet, but we'll tell you about soon. Um, new partnerships and workshops to come. And let us know, you know, help fill up our 2021 schedule. The calendar is open and we're excited to 
get out there, talk about sexual health, mental health, LGBTQ issues, and identity as it relates to kind of all of these different factors. Um, the other thing we wanted to tell you all about is that we are going to be starting a new bit in terms of the Brown Taboo Project, which is going to be an Ask Sesma piece. So we are um, really excited about thinking about, you know, how can we really help give back to the community and, and help share stories. That's always kind of been our whole thing is expanding dialogue and building community across all diasporic South Asian folks. So hit us up, send us an email, slide into our DMs, let us know, you know, if there's like a dilemma you've had that you kind of want us to talk about or a specific um, content area that you would want to hear a little bit more about, like you've never heard any South Asian folks talk about. Um, we're going to be talking about persist severe and persistent mental illness coming up soon because um, we had somebody who reached out and was like, hey, I don't see that much content on this yet. And we're like, you're right. Our last guest on this was season one. Let's do it again. So, you know, let us know what what you feel like um, you need to be seen. And even if it's just like, yo, I had this crazy fucking hookup and I want to tell you about it. <laughs> we want to hear it. about it. Yes. Bring it to <laughs> it. Tell like, us about your sex life. <laughs> yes. All of your brown taboos. Bring it. Bring mm -hmm. it. Let us know what's up. Hit us up. DM us. Email us. Um, tell us what would be helpful and we can read your story or maybe even have you on based on what's going on. So hit us up. Come ask Susma and we shall answer, babies. We shall answer. So you can find us at South Asian SMH on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So you can message us, DM us. You can obviously email us. You can contact us through our website, www.sasma.org. So we want to hear from you and we want you to hire us, pay us, follow us. Okay. Fly us out. We'll come do a Ooh. workshop when it's safe. When it's safe. When it's, safe. When it's not right safe, <laughs> we'll do it virtually because yes. we love those Zoom workshops. So it's, it's been working great, y'all. It's been working People on them calls. It's been working yeah. great. So. And we are hella interactive. We're hella fun. We'll talk about the belly button lint and oh, all God. those things in between. Oh, so um, hit us up. Um, and we would love to, love to, love to work with you. And if you want to send us some of your dollars, then ooh, you can ooh. donate at uh, paypal.me slash Sazma. And you can also find that link on our website, on our Instagram. So we would love to hear from you. And if you want to slide into our DMs across any of those channels, hit us up. So excited to have you back, y'all. Brown Taboo Project. Let's go. Tell season us what's three. up. Yes, yeah, season three. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks. Peace. Bye.